everyone, welcome to the second episode of Sunday Vibes at NST Podcast. My name is Intan Maizura and I am the editor of the print version of Sunday Vibes at NST. As always, I'm joined by the usual suspects, my lovely co-hosts Tammy Chan, Elena Koshi and last but definitely not least, Ashrina Pillay. And today, in conjunction with Father's Day, our topic is all about fathers. Maybe to kick off the show, let me ask Tammy to um, perhaps introduce her dad. Hey everyone, man. It's great to be back. So my dad, he's actually uh, a financial consultant. I'm not sure if I want to reveal his okay. name. All right. I'll call him Papa Chan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my dad is a financial consultant. So um, right now, he is kind of retired. So he's doing financial consultancy uh, because of his passion He really loves to help people manage money And you know, growing up He has always been a very good How to say, um, advisor He always like taught us the importance of saving So now he is sharing his passion with his clients You know, in terms of investments and stuff like that So, Including you, I'm guessing Yeah, including myself Right What about you, Elena? Okay, so to be honest I had never any clue what my dad did For the longest time, you know, it was always You know, when everybody asked me uh, What does your father do? I'm like, mm, I know he's in construction I know he does uh, surveying So he was quite uh, very vague about what he did? Yeah, because... Uh, um, I think he does a lot of jobs. I think that's how yes. parents or fathers previously are. They they just it's survive. The old, you know? Yeah, it's the olden days where you know you had no clue. We knew he went to work. Yeah, yeah. we knew he came back <laughs> at a certain time, and we knew to disappear and make ourselves scarce when he comes back. <laughs> yeah. So that was about all I knew about my dad then. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. What about you, Ashrina? Did you have any idea about what your dad did for a living? He was a government servant. Ah, there you go. So, <laughs> so Ashrina knows what her dad did. <laughs> but if you ask me like specific day-to-day tasks and, and what he did, yeah, it's, it's a little bit vague, but I knew that he, you know, I followed him to office. So oh. I've seen him work. Right. But yeah, he's a government servant. Right. Well, I have I, I have no issues about my dad. Yeah. Uh, I knew for a fact that he was, when we were still in Malaysia, he was with Port Authority mm-hmm. in Klang. Oh. So I think he was operations manager. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think he was with Pernas MISC. In the shipping line And then uh, he left Malaysia to pursue his law degree in London. And then thereafter, I think he dabbled in, um, yeah, he joined up with his friend and they were in the shipping business. But I would classify my dad as an entrepreneur because he was always dabbling in numerous businesses, Mm. businesses which I knew not what they were, but I think they were pretty legal. Because, yeah, we didn't have any (laughs) policemen, you know, coming to knock on our door or anything. Do you guys think that you, do you guys consider yourselves as daddy's girl by any chance? Or were you closer to your mother? I would definitely say that I wasn't daddy's girl. Oh, you were not? Not at all. Um, I think growing up, we were all more attached. I mean, as girls, I suppose we were more attached to our mums. Dad was this mysterious figure that, you know, showed up every time we needed discipline. It's like, wait till your father comes home kind of thing. Uh, So we didn't really establish that very close, you know, camaraderie. Nothing like today's, you know, I'm your best friend. I'm your daddy's little princess. No such thing. At the time when I was growing up, daddy was very prominent figure at that time. With the rotan. (laughs) When you were growing up. But I'm sure the relationship evolved, right? As you got older? As we got older, because he was like a typical Indian father very controlling uh, you know we we never had the freedom growing up but towards the end and I think it's only in the twilight of his years that we actually had a 
semblance of a relationship. You know, there's a lot of things I wish I knew about him. Uh, he passed, your, your dad passed away, presumably. Yeah, he mm-hmm. passed away in 2018. On hindsight, you know, we, we did have a good relationship towards the end. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Uh, but growing up, not not at all. Uh, he was he was a typical Asian father. Uh, yeah. You know, my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. This is my house. As long as you're under my roof, you obey my rules. Right. I don't know how many people can identify with that. Do you identify with that, Ash? <laughs> I have to say it first, let's establish it. I am a daddy's girl. Because, I mean, if I'm going to lie about it, no way. No one's going to believe this. Anybody right. who knows me is listening, you know. So, um, yeah, definitely a daddy's girl but I understand where Elena is coming from because my dad was also the very um, silent only speaks when he needs to um, oh. you know uh, childhood I think um, maybe age with 13 and under yes I spent time with him we he took us to the library and stuff like that we did a lot of activities together but speaking and having conversations was more with my mom. so yes I spoke to my dad you know for sure but it wasn't a deeper connection I felt like I got to know him a lot better ages 13 and onwards and uh-huh. then I really understood and he's a guy that if you ask him a question he'll answer mm-hmm. but he doesn't voluntarily tell you things right. my mom is the opposite so it's easier that way you know to just yeah so what about yeah. you Tammy are you a daddy's girl I'm sure you are because you look like the type <laughs> of daddy's girl so I guess <laughs> first of all have uh, we have to define daddy's girl right yeah. Um, I guess for me it's like I'm close with both my parents but for different reasons mm-hmm. I always go to my dad when I have problems I mean growing up like Elena my dad is kind of like this really strict figure yeah. where you are kind of scared so as I grow up, I like Ashrina, I speak to him more when we have, you know, issues and stuff. He's always the one, the person who give me a lot of advice. So in that sense, I'm very close to my dad. Yeah, even when I talk to him on the phone, like I have a friend who commented this. She said, yo, you, you speak to your dad like you're speaking with your best friend. Oh, that's and nice. Yeah, I never knew because for me, growing up, I always feel like me and my dad, because he is like an Asian dad, you know, there is still like that sort of barrier. Okay. Yeah, but I think in terms of, you know, consulting him or really confiding him in him, yeah, he was always there for me. And in that sense, I feel that I am quite a daddy's girl. Right. Yeah. Okay. What about what you? About, yeah, tell us in I think you are too. Oh, you're Right. Yeah, I think I I would say I'm a daddy's girl. But um, again, you know, similar to your stories, growing up, he was public enemy number one for Mm, sure. mm. Because he would be the one that dished out the punishment. Mm, My mom would nag, my mom would bring him in and he'd be the one, you know, that caned us or whipped us or Mm. whatever. And he was always that formidable figure, Mm. you know, the dark figure that would you know come trumping in from work and we'd all scatter but I I would say over the years as I reached into my adulthood I think as a teenager also he he was still you know public enemy number one because Mm. he was totally not into me having boyfriends to Mm. begin with yeah so that was bad I think that's what we all can agree on (laughs) yeah so so that made him public enemy number one and you know but I think as I you know into my adulthood because I didn't spend much time at home we established a a more mature relationship. So between my mother and I, I think my dad and I tend to gang up a lot oh. more with each other. So because my dad and I are so similar, mm. and so what tends to happen is my mom would be, you know, on the other side. So I my dad see. and mm. my dad and I would gang up, and we, you know, because we we are so similar. When I think about it, a lot of his traits and characteristics I've actually inherited or adopted without realizing it. You know, he's very brave, ah. and he's a daredevil, and he's quite fearless. 
Um, you know, all of those streaks of, I wouldn't say um, disobedience or turbulence, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that, you know, that fearlessness. fearlessness yeah. You know, that I think that's probably something I've inherited and whether it's for the better or for worse, I mean, who knows, right? But it was something my mother wasn't quite keen on. It's, it's funny because when we were growing up, <clears throat> we were so, uh, you know, we, we didn't get along with our dad, but we realised that it's because we are like him. For me, it's kind of different though because I'm so different from my dad. My personality, I'm kind of laid back no mm. direction which is kind of <laughs> floaty you know my dad he, he is a very practical and realistic person he actually add balance to my life so uh, I'm very grateful for that mm. you know I always say like it's a blessing that mm. he's in my life mm. because he is so different but mm. I respect him I will take whatever advice they have and mm. balance it with my own idealism we are dreamers, yeah. you know, um, and sometimes dreamers, we, we tend to dream and float mm. without a direction. So my dad, he planted me back on ground. What about you, Ash? I mean, do you, do you and your father complement each other in any ways? My mom always says, I always side with him. She hates it. Uh, do you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, only because I see his point. Like, same like Tammy, you know, uh, although I feel like character-wise, uh, I'm very much like my mom, chitty-chatty, you know, uh-huh. out there and all that. But yeah, I'm also kind of very similar to my dad um, we think things through right. my mom's a little bit more of uh, you know not to say trigger happy but but if she wants to do something she goes and does you know, like just does it you know but for me I think you know 10,000 times oh, what's gonna happen what's the oh, thing you do. I do I do I mull too much I'm a Taurus ah. <laughs> I'm stubborn like you want to get me over the line <laughs> it's gonna be a bit of a you know task but anyways uh, yeah some similarities in, in the sense where my dad was a volcano he could go you know zero to a hundred within like a snap right if he didn't you know if, if something didn't sit right especially with us you know if we were really like you know mischievous and being rascals then he would just go that's it you know my mom just had to say you know you know what they did and, and that's, that's it. it it's enough he would go you know really just but he was actually a very calm person so it's just a very different exterior where he there's certain things that he would not stand for which is you right. know kids not behaving properly right. but um, what's the most annoying thing about your dad's I only have one because oh, mm. oh, my dad is very meticulous oh. right so that, that annoys you hell yes <laughs> I mean, let me tell you this story, right? I was in college and that time, me and my dad, we stay in Kuala Lumpur when my family is in Ipoh. So one morning on a Saturday, he woke me up at nine. I'm not a morning person. He asked me to mop the floor. At nine o'clock? In the morning. Right. So I already very grumpily started to mop the floor. He asked me, what's your plan? Oh, uh, what's my plan? I plan to mop the floor. He said, from where to where? Wow. Yeah, so you like, for me, I'm not sure about you guys. If you say mop the floor, you mop the floor. You don't care. You just mop the whole house. Whichever direction. Exactly. I just feel where I want to start, I start. But as long as I mop the whole thing. So this is a lesson for people who doesn't know how to mop floors. You should mop furthest from the source of your water. As you go, you mop towards the source. So that you don't dirty where. Yeah. Okay, I learned something. So that was what you learned from your dad. Yeah, but this is this is my dad. He is that meticulous. So everything he does, you know, you have to explain. It's great, but it's kind of frustrating if you are a person like me. That's all I'm saying. Because you don't think things through sometimes. You just do because you want to do it, you know. But then he would want to know the plan. He would make sure that everything has a reason. Everything is properly set up before you embark on to that 
big journey For us it's like Oh I want to do this I get into it Right For him it's like Okay what are the steps Yeah so that's my dad Sometimes I really appreciate this trait Like most of the time actually But sometimes It's really annoying Then what about you Ash? He's always late <laughs> no. I'm not kidding He's always late So I think somehow Or rather It has rubbed off on me And my brother I don't know why Like you know Even if we have to go I remember like You know You want to go do your passports And my mom's like We've got to get up at 6 mm. So we've got to be You know At the um, immigration By like 7 You know Make it fast right He would Somehow, you know, be late, and then we would end up going late to certain events or places. Right. So that's the most annoying thing about your dad. What about you, Al? I have a list, but uh, no, no, no. But to narrow narrow it down, there's just two things. Um, One, you know, he's a typical Asian dad. When I was growing up, Mm. no boys could enter my house. Mm. Okay. Everybody knew that you can only walk me home to up to a certain point. After which, the journey is alone. It's just me And then as I got older It was just the opposite He yeah. wanted You know He yeah, needed yeah. to do This matchmaking <laughs> thing And his idea Of matchmaking Is legendary Among my friends Because he used to be This one man Dating agency oh, wow. He will send my number And pass it around To eligible men And I'll have strangers Calling my phone Then I said Where do you get My number from Oh your dad Passed it to me (laughs) And I'm like Seriously (laughs) And he used to do this So often It was a standing joke You know In my house You know As an Indian parent He felt that He was not doing His duty Because this particular Daughter of his Just refused (laughs) to get Along with the program (laughs) I think right till the end My dad was like that Oh so I really miss His matchmaking Today (laughs) I just Laugh about that it. sounds like a, a mom's job in my books, but oh. I'm not sure. But they seem to have this mm. reservoir of eligible men. They just want I you don't to get know. married. I don't know where they get them from. Why is it I never got this from my parents? My oh, dad would like to keep the men away from me for as oh. long as possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like my daughter's my daughter and yeah. forget it. You know, just stay away. She needs her education. Yes. She needs to live. And then you can come. And even then, there's no guarantee that I'm going to be okay with you. you know? Yeah. After my daughter. What yes. about you? What about you? Ethan? One, I I share it with Ashrina actually. Uh, lateness. Ah, you know, I yeah. I'm a stickler for time, and I hate waiting. <laughs> my dad happens to think that time waits for him. Mm-hmm. So whenever we have an appointment, <laughs> I try to pretend it's actually half an hour, an hour earlier than it is, because from having grown up. Seeing mm. this This trait mm. of his I realise That he thinks Everybody should wait for him ah. So that's That irritates The hell out of me um, The other thing is Okay now When we were growing up The fact that He did not think Any male figure Should come within The periphery wow. Of my existence ah. Alright So unlike You guys you know, uh, he, I don't think he was a typical Malay father right. either Because I think what he wanted for us Was to have our education You know, go as far as we could And then only think about yeah. You know, the opposite sex And I think he was When it came to men When it came to boys He completely no-go yeah. You know, no-go We had to hide things I, from him Because I, of that My dad, who's late, right His favourite phrase growing up I always remember He used to repeat this Time and tide waits for no man <laughs> <laughs> How ironic <laughs> Tell me about it So now Maybe just when you mentioned this I was thinking Oh my god I remember this saying And he used to say it to me Like do things You know when you're meant To do it or, right. or whatever right? Don't do wait Don't listen Maybe it was but lost In translation I to him I think so I'm going to ask him About this I find, But I find your father Protecting you Very endearing Yeah it is no, It's, it's so quite it's, unusual right yeah. Because he's Asian yeah. You know like Everybody else's dad is <laughs> But he, he just wanted us To just go as far As mm. we could 
I had to hide a photo of myself and my boyfriend. I was at university. Oh. I remember my mom and dad actually did, uh, a, well, it was a surprise trip to my uh, flat where I was staying with my you mm-hmm. know, single friends. <laughs> and I didn't know they were coming. So I had to frantically gather every single pictures I had, which lined my bed, right? Uh-oh. And stuff under the bed. And, and I was trying to visualize where he might not look for them. Right. But I forgot, you know, as dad likes to say, I tasted salt well before you. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he knew exactly where to look. So I was in the kitchen preparing food for them. Oh. And suddenly I had dad, you know, legs akimbo. So what's this? And I was like, no. Oh, God. You know, that, that silent scream, you know, welling inside. And I was like, oh, that's just a friend. And he'll be like, what's the hand doing there? Right. Wow. It was with a bunch of friends. <laughs> and in that, you know, whatever, how many minutes I was in the kitchen, he had actually scrutinized the photo mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. deduced that this is no ordinary friend. And I had hell after that. <laughs> I think no one is good enough for dads. Yeah, yeah. No, no, think man. About it. no it's, it's true. Yeah. yeah, but I, I like that about my dad because mm. the thing is, he views you as an individual yes. with potential. Mm. Yes. And this is something that's not only applied to me, but also to my brother because I have, yeah. you know, a brother, brother and, and, and of course a sister as well. Yeah, growing up, it was right. about how we could develop ourselves as individuals yes. and just make, you know, Mm-mm. the best of whatever we were doing. My yeah. dad is really similar. Mm. Yeah, the only kind of relationship advice but it's not really I think that he gave is if you go out with a guy don't have the guy pay ah. if it's not his money because that time when we were in college right. to go out with say a, a friend or a guy friend or a girlfriend even mm-hmm. why should he pay for your meals mm, even if it's a date yep. because it's not his money it's his parents money at yes. that time none of yeah. us were earning unless he make the money and if he wants to treat you it's different so that was something that I kind of remember and the next thing I want to ask mm. and I hope it's a good transition what's the best advice your dad <laughs> gave you the best advice yeah Ash you look like you're about to burst <laughs> So I think Ash I have a very this. funny one <laughs> So I think I was maybe about 16 or something He just told me this Do not mix your alcohol <laughs> I think it's very good advice But yeah That was one of the funnier um, Advices My dad is very quiet So ah. a lot of the advice Is a very nice Kind advice because I'm I'm similar to him right. So you need someone Who's completely Kind of opposite To push you And say hey You know that's not right What about you Al? Can you remember Any wonderful advice? Uh, I don't know Whether advice A lot of scolding mm. Like <laughs> check your car For God's sake <laughs> I don't know Whether that constitutes As advice Yeah that's advice um, Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah You know I'm so bad With my car You know <laughs> yeah. I think it's just Thanks to my dad That you know Now I You know Actually send Regular servicing and things like that. And yeah, so that was his check your car for God's sake. They always notice all these little mm. things that you never think about. They have a different mindset, you know, like things like cars. Mm. Practical. Things, yeah, practical. very practical. They're very practical yeah. advice. Yeah, we, yeah. You know, they don't give you things like, no. you know, those. See, life advice and all that. I think, I, okay, I don't know, maybe Tammy might disagree because yeah. you probably go to your dad I think for moms, it, right? But my mom would give me, you know, solid life, life advice. Yeah, life don't advice, do this, you know. Mom. But my dad would be like, oh, when Follow you fry your fish, dreams. don't put your face near the oil I don't yeah. recall my dad ever giving me any hallmark advice except for check the bloody car it's not manly and stop watching TV my dad is the hallmark kind of guy oh. Yeah. Oh. he quotes stuff and because uh-huh. my dad I think it's kind of spiritual also mm. he's mm. very wise so one of my favourite and it helps me through a lot it's this Chinese saying mm. but the translation very loosely is as the ship docks it will set itself straight the way I see it is this no matter how difficult life is it will 
be okay. Everything will work out. At this stage of my life as an adult, with so many things going on, I always remember this advice. At every stage, you will come across a certain challenge, but then you just have to, you know, overcome it, and then it will be okay. And everything works out at the end. He's more hallmark than your mother, then. Very. My mom is the one that don't no, put your don't your, put your face, face near the fish, <laughs> right? The, the practical advice, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. My mom. My mom is quite cute. Sometimes, you know, her advice is like quite funny and you don't really know how factual it is. You know, like eat your long beans, you'll grow taller. <laughs> Look at me now. So long beans doesn't make you taller, guys. I've right. tested it. But what about you, Intan? My dad. Okay. Um, I would say uh, one is the same as Elena. Uh, he goes on and on about making sure I have water in the car and he'll say something like, I don't care if your car is new. You still need to put water in, and it's yeah. something he continues to say even to this day. Every time he comes back, every time he steps foot in my car, it'll be like, "Have you put water in?" Again, that's not a hallmark guy. What you get from him is you follow by his example. It's not so much verbally, but mm. what he does. Yeah, and so that's how you sort of pick up on the silent advice, so mm. to speak, right? You know, the the traits, like I said, of of being fearless, of being very spirited, of motivated, very driven. All those are what you see of him. So you pick up, and he doesn't need to say much. Yeah, the thing is, my dad is also the kind of person who does who set examples mm. by doing it. Yes, yes. like they, they walk so. the talk, right? Yes. They walk the talk, you know. Mm. And I think one thing I learned. From him is taking care of parents. Mm. You know, I see how he took care of my grandparents last mm. time. Man, I mean, and I'm prepared to do this for my parents because mm. I've seen how he yeah. did it for my grandma yeah. and my grandfather. He just doesn't, you know, dish out hallmark mm. quotes, yeah. but he really went through. And I think it's what he used in his life, what he experienced, and now he is really, you know, telling me and helping me go through the same thing that yeah. he went. Through. The issue with my dad is he cannot get away with dishing out. So-called hallmark mm. advice Simply because He's a storyteller He loves uh. to tell us About what he used oh. to do When he was younger right, right. You know what he yeah. did The mischief that he got up to And all that So every time he tries To dish out something About thou shall not do this Thou shall not do that <laughs> Then we'll be But dad Didn't you say that When you were at this age You did something like this And so don't mess with us Because we remember everything <laughs> So yeah He can't get away with it You know But I think it's more like Do as I say Not do as I do Oh yeah yeah you know, sure. I, I think that's that's always like that, and like like what Tammy said, you know, we learn from them as they do things and how they approach life. Yeah. You know, and I think what I learned, the biggest lesson I think I've learned from my dad is his courage. He has been so tenacious. So my dad had went through all those struggles. You know, he he lost his job and all, yeah. but we never felt it. As yeah. children We never yeah. did We never felt There was never a day Where we struggled yes. But they went through All mm. those struggles And they didn't tell us yeah. And um, he is so tenacious Right to the point Where he lost his second leg And oh. by that time I think a lot of people Would have given up But when he had His second leg amputated uh, A year before mm. he passed away The first thing he told us Was I want a prosthetic leg he still wanted to live life to the fullest. And I think that's the biggest lesson. So even these days when I have a hard time and I think back, wow, you know, he went through so much. He didn't complain, but he pursued life. 
they're more action oriented, right? Yeah. Yes. Basically, they Absolutely. show you what you should be doing instead of telling you things. Yes. I, I see how my dad, um, you know, he's very caring, very gentle. Um, honestly, you don't have to tell him I'm not well. Hmm. He would basically just he would do it out of his own actions. Like even on a lazy Sunday afternoon, right? While the rest of us are probably having a nap, he would quietly sneak out, go down to the kitchen, and make like you know chuchur. In that sense, you know, you do things for the ones you love. Sometimes, yes, you do have to say it, but sometimes mm. showing it is is a lot yeah. more meaningful because you remember so much more. What's yeah. your favorite memories of your dad? Maybe just choose one. I know that's probably going to be quite really a lot. hard. I'm sorry. Something, something that stands out. I have one because of this very uh, intense relationship. You know, putting it mildly between my father and I. There was one time, and I will always appreciate him for that because I was uh, working in Penang and I was having a hard time adjusting and was so tough and you know I was wishing I could come home and I was depressed because you know it's been my first time away from home and uh, when I came back for a break my mom never noticed that I was upset or sad she didn't because I you know I kept a front but mm. my dad did surprisingly so there was a time where he suddenly called me to the room and he just told me this I know lah I'm a lousy dad then after that he said but then he stops he goes to his uh, table he brings out his name his call card mm. <laughs> with his number mm. and he passes it to me and he says but if you should ever need me if you ever want to come back home you can call me 24/7 and I'll sweet. I'll be there and I'll bring you home and I took the card at that time and I burst into tears yeah. I mean that kind of healed our relationship mm. because it felt that despite the you know very tumultuous uh, mm. relationship, relationship that we had he loved us so I will always appreciate that moment when I like to think about my dad and uh, know that you know he really loved us that is a that is a memory I will draw mm. on lah what about you ash there's a lot of memories i i you know right? it's been a lot of time with my dad i followed him to the office i think kindy he he fetched and sent me to kindy so you know we would have always have that um, traveling time kind of time together even in high school because my mom uh, worked nights so my dad would be at home and we would make dinner together that's how you know i started being in the kitchen with him and he would talk but i think one that that i, I would look back very fondly is just that um, my dad used to use this perfume men's perfume called brut oh, i will yes. always remember but to to me like now i'm thinking but i'm feeling like kind of emotional but um like that smell just dead that's it mm. I, i just think of, of him right and mm. i used to when i was really young he would come home from work um at about lunchtime to have lunch and a power nap about 10 minutes before he goes back to work and after he finishes lunch he would you know power nap and you didn't have to call me he didn't have to say anything i would grab a pillow and I'd go right, right next to him and snuggle up because i just loved that smell like that was like dad <laughs> you know it's just i don't know comforting it's so comforting and you tell me can you recall anything mm. so, yeah, many. so many um but i think what came to my mind one time when we were younger it was mcdonald's oh, yeah. so my dad is very particular about what we eat obviously when we were growing up so mcdonald's is kind of like a treat So one time um he wanted us cuz we were very shy mm-hmm. but he wants to train us. So it was the first time we were made to order stuff and seriously I hated it. <laughs> but all right, I did it for the entire family and obviously I got one order wrong. So my mom was like, "Oh, you got this." So my dad was like, "You see in life, people will always focus on that one mistake. When you did nine things right, but the entire world will focus on that one thing." 
you forget that you got the nine things right. Yeah. So that was also one lesson that I remembered. In life, don't always focus on the bad yeah. or your mistakes. Because mm. you have done a lot of things right too. Mm. Another memorable thing was like recently, I think, you know, he talked about how he went through a one period of his life. Like mm. Elena mentioned earlier, they never complained. And now as a grown-up, I realized how big that sacrifice is not being with family. And he never gave up on family when we were in Ipoh and he was just traveling. I really appreciate everything that he did for us last time and it fuels me to not complain so much because I'm so privileged. You know, I have everything. It really inspired me to push on. One very fond memory that always makes me smile is that whenever he comes Mm. to um, visit me here in Malaysia or whenever Mm. I speak to him, my dad loves to write. He's a storyteller. So he used to pen down his stories. So, you know, nostalgic recollections of his childhood, uh, schooling days, adventures, Mm. right? And he would pen them down and then he graduated to actually typing it on his phone and he would keep them on his phone. And I remember when I got the job with NST, he got really proud of it. So one of the fondest memories and that still continues to be so today is that he would write something and he'd sort of sheepishly, you know, edge over to me and say, any chance you can have a read, you know, of my story? Maybe you might see something, right? And then he'd peer over my shoulder as I scrutinize his writing and I'd be like, oh my God, the role reversal because he used to be the one wrapping my knuckle when my English was so bad when I was at school and he used to be, for me, he was like the absolute teacher, you know, and now the role has reversed and he's like sitting there, you know, just just have a quick look. I I know, you know, you're so busy but maybe, you know, if there's any mistakes perhaps and I'll be there, you know, like editing his piece, you know, and then he'd go away and then he'd come back again the next day. Sometimes I pretend I'm not interested. I'll say, Dad, yeah, 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 okay, okay, I don't have time. But, you know, it makes, it warms me inside. Yeah, It's like, it's priceless. You know, that that moment when you're sitting there with your dad, everything you say (laughs) means so much to them, you know. And it used to be different, right? It used to be the other way around. Yes. So, yeah, for me, that's my fond memory. The teacher becomes the student. Yeah. (laughs) And it's it's nice. You know, suddenly you're enjoying a a balanced and a mature relationship Mm. where there's mutual respect. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I, I don't care that I never had anything to sort of recall, you know, growing up. But I will tell you, what we are enjoying now in our adulthood, now that we're more mature, mature adults, mm. is priceless. Yeah. You know, makes up for all the, you know, yeah. enemy yeah. number one. <laughs> when, was the, when was the moment when you guys realised that your parents or your father had aged like oh, wow. when had you come to that conclusion like you know mm. you always see them as a super superhero yes, you know yes. nothing can go wrong mm. they're always going to be there and and i don't know it's just you know they're just untouchable in that sense they make right it look so seamless right yeah mm. so when i was about 10 my dad had a heart attack so when my uncle came to fetch me i was like no he's like your dad had a heart attack i was like no i was mm. just you know in the day i was like no no he's coming he's like no and my grandmother had to come they took me to the hospital it still didn't sink in the moment when they opened the um, ccu right the cardiac care unit door and i saw him straight at the window i was like oh my god that was really hard to take because this is the guy that this is my number one guy you yeah, know yeah. and and yeah. he's not well and I don't know if he's if he's okay and if he's going to be okay. And it was just... Yeah, on the note of, you know, our dads being our superhero. Mm. You know, my dad is, has always been, you know, the guy who gets everything right. He's mm. Mr. Fix-It. You know, mm. he's always on the ball. Mm. And you never see anything that mm. goes wrong because he yeah. would have, you know, sorted it out. Um, but recently, he, he got sick. And I suddenly realised, oh no, you know, yeah. like you said, you know, our superhero mm. is... Is sick. 
the role had had to be reversed, whereby mm. I had to be his superhero. I mm. had to be the one to mm. advise him. You know, mm. listen. You know, you, you mm. um, stay motivated. You mm. can do this because I know you, Dad. Because mm. you're so strong, mm. and you've always been strong for us. Mm. Yeah. And um, now it's your turn. Yeah. It's yeah. my turn to support you. My mm. turn to motivate you. Mm. My turn to inspire you. Mm. And it's your turn mm. to help me on this. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that we can get through this together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that was quite um, that was quite scary for me actually, mm. because he's it our is. number one guy. You yeah. know, he's our superhero. He's he's dad. Exactly. You know, and dad nothing like, can nothing you know, can nothing. be dad. No. Right. I, I think and we like crazy. to think that he's invincible. You know, yeah. dads are invincible. Because they make it, yeah. they make it look so easy they because it, yeah, they exactly. never tell you, you know, the struggles they go through, yeah. the challenges that they have to endure. It's very easy to believe in them. Oh, because you know, we need we needed so to believe easy to believe in them. That, yes. that it might not be as obvious, but mm. you know, in hindsight, when you look back, you're like, hmm. yeah. Well, it's Father's Day. Do we have any final words or message for our dear father this <sighs> Father's Day? I lost my dad. At in 2018 and mm. they say time heals all wounds but it has not and um, I would say treasure your dads really yeah. I can totally understand for those people who are celebrating Father's Day and mm. who lost their parents and who lost their dads it's yeah. It's, it's like a part of your childhood goes. And I never realized the role or the importance or the influence that my dad had until he passed away. I then only it hit me like a ton of bricks. For those of you out there with dads and may not have the most perfect relationships with them. I mean, Asian parents, who does? <laughs> you know, but uh, you just treasure them. And for those of you who have lost your parents uh, or mm. lost your dads, you know, um, they're in a better place. Mm. But happy father. Father's Day to those of you who are out there, uh, even those who are not biological fathers, but who have yeah. played a father role yeah. and a lot of uncles yeah. who have been a father figure. So, yeah. you know, happy Father's Day to all of you. Yeah, so I'm very blessed and very grateful. I always say this to have my dad in my life because he really helped shape the, the me that I am. And a good father really shapes, I think, daughters and their children. That's right. Without him, I think, you know, there are certain things that I wouldn't be able to do. My lighthouse, I always say, it's my dad. Growing up, I also know he sacrificed a lot for the family. So I'm very, very thankful. My dad has never forced anything on us. The one thing that me and my siblings, we really appreciate is that he will always give us advice. But as adults, mm. we are always free to make our own decisions. Mm. You know, he allowed us to spread our own wings, I always say. And I'm also very thankful for such a wise and open-minded father in certain ways. So to my dad, happy Father's Day. And, you know, we really appreciate and love you so much. He is one of my greatest blessings in life. I think all of us would agree, right, that we have, you know, dads who are present and those who really took an interest in, you know, shaping your character. And even if it wasn't verbally, it was through their actions. And I just got to say, I'm really thankful for everything that he's done. And um, yeah, living far away from him, it's it's harder to spend, especially the twilight years away because you want to be of service to him how he was of service to me. But um, yeah, to my dad, thank you so much for um, being who you are. You know, he's not perfect for sure, but he's my dad and I love him for it. And uh, so Acha, thank you so much and I love you. And following on to that, well, um, I write for a living. <laughs> I play with words every day. But when it comes to my dad, I'm actually, out of words mm. I can only think of three words mm. you know dad or Abba mm. as I call him I love you and you know that 
You know, I don't need to explain myself. And, um, you know, Dad, you know, the stories that you're compiling and gathering in your phone. Well, my dream is to actually be able to put it together. You know, I, I, in, in my line of work, I interview people. Mm. You know, I write their stories. But I think it's time for me to interview my dad and write his story because it's something that... Oh, absolutely. That's yes, nice. I aspire to do and I hope I can do it, you know, in time. And it's something that we... You know, the children mm. can hold on to as a, as a precious thing, you know, yeah. something to learn from mm. and for the future generation to yeah. learn from. And Dad, I promise, you know, I'll never <laughs> pretend that I don't have time to look at your work and their great work. <laughs> I tell you, I have not seen fantastic writing. I don't say it simply because we don't say such things yeah. in our family. And it would be an honour, you know, to put together your writing and put it out there for mm. people to read. So for Father's Day, I just want to say, Dad, there's not much for me to say except I love you mm. and um, hope to see you again soon mm. when this pandemic um, settles. I want to add like I yeah. believe Intan's ability as mm. a writer and editor probably is inherited from her father. Yeah. So And my grandfather. And your grandfather. My grandfather. So a my generation. Father. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so, that's really proud of it. Like the, the fact that he always asked yeah, you yeah. it's a sign of pride. Yeah. And I feel so humbled you know yeah. that he, when he asked me even though I pretend like Do, no. Don't you yeah. think the moment that they show you that they're proud of you that's like the best. It's the best feeling. But ladies, let me just say, um, I think all of us are very blessed and lucky to have really good dads. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. in their own way. Yeah. Honestly, we're super, super lucky. I think we have amazing, amazing dads. They were dads. present. Very yeah. amazing dads. Yeah. yeah. We're very they lucky. kept the family together. They, yeah. Oh, they did. Super. And on that note, so we're going to have to say goodbye. Goodbye. And happy Father's Day. Happy, happy Father's, Father's Day, Day, guys. Yeah.